Welcome to Evolution and Controls. I'm your host, Tim Wilson. Thank you for joining us. What's the first image that comes to mind when you think about automation and technology? Do you visualize something that is moving, something with wires or lights? Do you picture robots moving with sparks flying, or for that matter, maybe even a drone flying? In general, when we think about technology, our first thought almost always involves something that is in motion or controlling motion. Well, sometimes our first thought can be a deceiving thought. Today, we're going to be talking about a technology product that has no lights, no electricity or electronics, and only moves when someone moves it. Despite this, it is a key element in our industrial technology framework in which we work. It provides the structure that supports those things we first think of when it comes to automation and technology. It literally is part of the framework. It's been a product that has been in the Bosch Rexroth portfolio for quite some time. That product is extruded aluminum structural framing. Morel has recently introduced this product exclusively in Indiana, and it is a new addition to the Morel portfolio. But it's not new to Bosch Rexroth. Here to help us understand the role that this product has played and will continue to play in our automation and technology world is Mr. Chad Johnson. He's the National Channel Manager for Bosch Rexroth's Assembly Technology Group. Chad, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Tim. Let's start out by you telling us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been with Bosch and Rexroth. Yeah, absolutely. So I started with Bosch right out of school, um, but I was with um, some of the other divisions outside of the industrial division. So I started, worked for Power Tools and, and the automotive group, um, and I started full-time with Bosch Rexroth in 2018. And I've been with the Assembly Technology Group since 2020. All right. Well, you, you mentioned the Assembly Technology Group. Tell, tell me a little bit about that. Does it have multiple products in it? It does, yes. So it, it has several groups. So I'll start with you know, what we're going to talk about today. So it has the aluminum structural framing, okay. um, the manual production systems, which complements the framing line. Um, but in addition to that, we have the uh, conveyance technology, mm. our tightening tool technology, and some of our newer product groups, which include our AMRs. AMRs we'll talk about in a, se in a second, but conveyance system, that's conveyor systems? Is that what you mean by conveyance systems? Exactly, yes. So we have our, our twin strand uh, conveyors, um, which has uh, been in the market for quite some time, in addition to our chain link conveyors, so our, what we call our Variaflow conveyors. And the AMRs that you're talking about, the, the AMRs are going to integrate with or be an element of a conveyance system, correct? Correct. Yes. A lot of these pl uh, technologies play together well okay. in the manufacturing space along with some of our other technologies on the linear side as well as the, um, the AE, the drives and control side as well. Well, tell us a little bit about the extruded aluminum product. It's, it's, it's new to Morel here in Indiana, but it's not new to you guys, as I said in my intro. Give me a little history on it. Yeah, so the uh, aluminum extrusion was developed in the 1970s in, um, internally, really, for use in our automotive uh, production plants and on the automotive production lines. So they started to develop the technology internally for internal use um, and over the years uh, saw a need for it in the marketplace. So they decided to commercialize this uh, in the late 70s, uh, bring it to market, and then continue to expand on the technology. So their real interest at first was just to use in their automotive plants or their manufacturing plants, right? That is correct. There's a, a lot of different plants in, in Europe um, on, the, on the automotive side. Um, 
And so uh, they started developing this and scaling it across the different different regions and uh, uh, ended up commercializing it and bringing it out. What's the competitive marketplace look like? Is there one competitor? Are there dozens of competitors? Have you seen changes across the product line in those in that time? Yes. So over the years, um, you know, with it being a, a long-standing technology and a, and a mature product, um, there's a stiff competition in the market. So we've seen a lot of con- competitors come into the space, um, whether it be large global competitors or some regionally focused competitors. Um, in addition to that, we have uh, several competitors that are specific in one area and niche uh, of, of kind of our offering. Um, but the beauty of, of Bosch Rexroth's offering is just the vast uh, scale of the different technologies kind of all in one. So when you start talking about the assembly technology, um, you know, starting with the framing, we do a little bit of everything on the, on the framing side. We have also the manual production systems, which complements it. Uh, as well as what is that manual production system? You've mentioned it a couple of times yeah. now. So the manual production systems line is is utilizes a lot of the the framing mm-hmm. um, mechanical components um, and it kind of expands on it. So when you're looking at a, a manufacturing space and you're looking to optimize uh, a line, a value stream, um, you can utilize a lot of these different technologies. Whether it be height adjustable, there's a lot of electronic components that start to play a role into it. Uh, as, well, as, as well as flow rack technology um, and stuff like that to really make a, a lean um, ergonomic space uh, for any manual processes that you have. Is this an element of like Kanban systems? Or you yes. talked about flow racks, is that? Yes, exactly. We're enabling a lot of those concepts uh, through the technology that we offer. And so people are building things out of the structural aluminum. Is that what I'm hearing? That's exactly correct, yep. Okay. You talked about your conveyors. Is this used on your conveyors or by your conveyors? Yes, yeah, so the conveyance, a lot of the conveyors are actually built up with some of the components that we have in the offering, right? So a lot of this is very mechanical-driven uh, components, um, and so we've utilized these as we've developed some of our conveyor technology um, and you know, even the, um, some of the other technology that we have utilizes a lot of the componentry. It- you, so manual production systems, conveyances, what are some of the use cases that you see out in industry today? We talked about what happened mm-hmm. in 1970, which is yep. 50 years ago. Yeah, believe it or not, some of the same, same solutions are still out there, right? So, um, you know, some of the traditional use cases would be workstations, okay. um, material flow, so material transport and material flow manually. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like we said, you know, some of this stuff is, is uh, utilized through our conveyor technology, um, which is a way to automate some of that. Um, in addition to that, there's machine guarding and there's traditional um, material flow, material racks, uh, all sorts of different applications that utilize the technology. The beauty of it is the flexibility of the line. Right, so we call we say everything to build anything. So um, there's a lot of different flexibility uh, to be able to adapt it and use it in different ways in the plant. So I think I know what you mean when you say flexibility. It sounds like it's a strength. What what do you mean by the flexibility? Like Lincoln logs? I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the technology is is uh, fully configurable. So okay. uh, the flexibility goes to um, the ability to be able to uh, look at your your assembly processes, whatever processes in, and the product that you're trying to manufacture, the flexibility to be able to create it to size and configure the product uh, is one of the, the, the major benefits of the technology. E- easy to assemble? Uh, 
easy to handle? Yeah, not. I, I think over the years, um, you know, the the product line itself is 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 you know very broad and extensive. Over the years, we've seen a, a large push towards ease of use. And when I say ease of use, I don't mean just the assembly side of it, but actually uh, when you're designing the technology, right? So uh, whether it's the software system that you're using to design it or how you receive that information from a digital standpoint uh, and, and also how you get that solution set on the floor. Talk about the design tools. Are, are there tools? Is it design software? How do, how do I do that? Yeah, so we have a couple different uh, design tools for assembly technology specifically. Uh, one is our traditional um, long-standing software, uh, standalone software called MTPro, um, which is a very extensive software that includes our conveyance technology and our uh, aluminum framing, manual production systems. Um, it's a full-scale uh, software tool. What we've done recently is developed uh, what we call FramePro, which is a plug-in software for some of the uh, other CAD softwares that, that um, traditionally um, design engineers like to utilize. So the, the newer FramePro is actually a plug-in software okay. that can be utilized in your traditional CAD environment that you prefer. And so, add on to AutoCAD or exactly, some other program. SolidWorks, yep. And then you can design a system. Does it, will it spit out a bill of materials then? It sure will, yes. It, it spits out a bill of materials. So there's a lot of functionality within the tool. Mm -hmm. The library of parts is in there, but also... Um, there's a lot of additional functionality that helps, uh, you know, uh, from the ease of use standpoint to be able to design efficiently and quickly, right? So they didn't have that tool around 50 years ago. No, they did not. So that's, that's been a change. And you say that you're just now bringing out that, that uh, plug-in frame, frame pro? Frame pro, correct. Okay. So when I, when I talk ease of use, even from the design side, it's still as well some of the other stuff that we're looking at is, you know, from an online or digital standpoint, as well as from a fulfillment side. So uh, that's where our partners, you know, play a significant role in locally being able to help um, our end customers uh, get a solution set at the end of the day uh, that meets their needs locally. I said we'd come back to, to AMRs, and I want to circle back to the AMRs because there's a lot of technology and AMRs are in the news in warehousing and, in, and coming up in manufacturing. How does this product, the structural aluminum, how does it integrate or how can it be used and interact with AMRs? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're seeing uh, you know, a lot of new, the new technology in the space, um, mm -hmm. in the factory automation space, including AMRs. Uh, we have the offering with the, the aluminum structural framing to complement a lot of those, those processes, right? So you're making um, you know, automated uh, value streams through robotics, uh, conveyance, whatever the case is. There's a lot of areas where the aluminum structural frame, framing can play a role in that, whether it be uh, the material rack systems uh, that the AMRs are utilizing to move material. So it's going to, the, the rack, that's going to be something that the AMR picks up or toes or exactly. lifts. Yeah, configured to size, depending on the, the product itself in the manufacturing space, mm -hmm. uh, being able to custom configure uh, that solution for the AMR to utilize and move throughout the, the production site. You could use it to uh, do guarding against the lane of travel for the AMR, but yeah. that's not an exciting use for it. It may be important, yeah. but the real exciting is maybe building a carriage out of that for the AMR. Yeah, a carriage or at the end of the line as well. So there's uh, a lot of use cases. Like at a end docking of the line. station where the AMR. 
Exactly. And if your conveyance systems, your conveyors are partially constructed out of this, that makes integration seamless or easy. Yeah, the beauty of it is just the 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 vast product offering that we have across the assembly technology side of it, but also when you look at some of the other technologies. Really, when you look at bringing together the, the factory of the future, um, some of the other, the other technologies, they really complement each other so that you can have a full solution set you know, um, and meet all those needs with one supplier. One of the things that we like to do on evolution and controls is we like to talk about what the future looks like, what the next five years is going to look like. This product has been around for 50 years now. What do you see the next five years being? Any changes in the product or is the market declining? It's a mature product. What does that mean? Yeah, so we see this, you know, with the history, it, it is a mature product, but we really don't see the product going anywhere anytime soon. If anything, we really have an optimistic outlook for the growth uh, with the technology in manufacturing. So, so you don't see it leaving. You see it sustaining or growing growing yes i do so we see that there's a lot of opportunity with with uh, the big push in in automation um, that although there's other technologies coming in the the fact that that this technology complements in almost all of those other areas we see you know a lot of opportunities um and a, and a, and a large need for this in the in the future so we don't see that that the the technology is necessarily going anywhere although it is you know back from the 70s. So 50 years on, you still see the market really growing because of the growth in automation and technology. I do. And, and the benefit that this, this technology brings um, with the flexibility to be able to work with some of the newer technologies that are just entering the, the automation space. That's great. That's exciting. Chad, I really appreciate the time you've taken today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. To learn more about Bosch Rexroth and their extruded aluminum technology, visit BoschRexroth.com. To learn more about Morel and the extruded aluminum product available exclusively in Indiana, or their other systems and solutions, visit Morel-Group.com. Don't forget to subscribe to Evolution and Controls on whatever platform you use for podcasts or on YouTube for a video version so you can be updated when we release new episodes. Thank you again for joining us today. I'm Tim Wilson, and remember... Keep moving.